Good morning. Today's stuff and getting the Zion Hey, we fell a little bit behind yesterday. Nine dollar. We're nine dollar mid olive. We're starting at the bottom of the amid. We're going to go with Mace Mace We're challenging. Obviously, for challenging, first we need to know what we're challenging. So let's go back to what we learned yesterday. So this is going to be your get, but on condition. Okay, so at the end of the parak over here of Gidden, of the seventh parak of Gidden, we're going to be doing a lot of tonight, a lot of conditions. And later this morning in today's daf, and Ein Hey, so we're going to go over tonight, Kuffel, which uh, in terms of uh, making conditions is one of the big uh, fundamental uh, topics that come up in, uh, in tonight. But that's coming up later in the daf today. But meanwhile, the Mishnah yesterday's daf, and Ein Dal, introduced where a man's giving a get, and Amanas, and, and, and it's on condition, Shetitni Lima Asayim Zuz, that you're going to give me 200 Zuz. Okay, as we pointed out yesterday, uh, he's extorting her uh, for money. It's uh, obviously uh, not, uh, not, not, not behavior that we're condoning, but that's not uh, over here. The only thing that we are litigating is what kind of tonight we're looking at over here. Uh, so uh, we brought down yesterday my focus between Ravun and Rav Yehuda. Uh, Ravuna's position is, is that uh, the, when, when he gives her the get, Effectively, the get has been given. She's not yet divorced because she hasn't satisfied the get, but the, uh, the, I'm sorry, she hasn't satisfied the condition, but the only thing she needs to do now is satisfy the condition. But effectively, the get has been given. And the satisfaction of the, uh, of the condition is the only loose thread that's hanging. It's not just a loose thread, it's more than a loose thread, but you understand. It's just satisfying the condition that's necessary. That's Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda says no. Rav Yehuda says that the giving of the money is not just a loose thread. According to Rav Yehuda, the giving of the money is an integral part of the Nesina Saget. Meaning, even though he physically handed her the get, but we're not really going to be acknowledging the handing over of the get until she gives him the money. My Benai, what's the difference between the two of them? The, 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 her giving him the money of 200 Zuz is required. So what's the difference? So the Gemara pointed out the difference between the two of them is, let's say after she receives the get, the get was damaged or lost or, 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 or just whatever. It's, it was, uh, it's no longer here. So according to, uh, according to Rav Huna, it gets still fine. I, she hasn't paid him the money yet. Good. So when she pays him the money, so now she satisfied the condition and the get's going to be fine. Masha'inkin, according to Rav Yehuda, no. According to Rav Yehuda, so uh, if she hasn't paid him the money yet, it's as if the get hasn't been given yet. And so therefore, if, she, if the get is physically not there, not there when she gives the money, so as a result of that, there is going to be a requirement of another get, a get chaining. Good. So these are the two positions of Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda. In yesterday's Gemara, uh, what we notice is, is noted is that this machlokis is not just true here in the case of Gittin, but it's also uh, existing in Kedushan as well. The Gemara in Kedushan and Daf Samach says that exactly this circumstance, when a man's Makadish a woman, now in that case over there, the money was going the other direction. In other words, he's making Makadish her with a, on the condition that he, that he gives her money. So under those circumstances, same, same story. Uh, Rav Huna says that basically the condition is valid, but, but he needs to give her the money. But the giving of the money is just satisfying the condition. Masha'inkin, according to Rav Yehuda, the condition has not taken effect yet. In other words, because he hasn't given her the money, we just simply don't acknowledge the condition yet. And therefore, as the Gemara pointed out, in the, if she's Mechabal uh, Kedushin from another man, in the interim period, according to Rav, Rav Huna, she's not Mechadoshin to the other man. And according to Rav Yehuda, she is Mechadoshin to the other man. So we have... Parallel machlokism going on here, here in our Gemara in the case of Gittin and there in the Gemara in the case of Kedushin. Uh, the Gemara yesterday went through the Tzrichusa. Why do I need both? Meaning, if, we, if you give me one example, can I figure out the other one? So the Gemara laid out why exactly I need both cases. That we're not going to review, but that was covered in the Gemara yesterday. Mace Good. So now we're up to speed and now we can pick it up. Our nine dollar and Aleph and we are towards the bottom of the Amud. It is four wide lines down. Mace for the Gemara challenges. Harizikitech Amenashe Titni Lima Samsos Alpha P. Shinikra get Oshineva and Migoreshes. Lacha Lotinasi Achititain. Okay, so over here, the Brysa. The Brysa does a beautiful job basically painting a picture like Rav Huna. Uh, this Brysa clearly describes how. Uh, effectively, even though the get was destroyed in the interim period, but once she gives the money, the get's good. It's validated lima freya, retroactive to the time that he gave her the get. And it sounds exactly like Rav Huna, and it sounds exactly against Rav Yehuda. And it's a brysa. So that's point number one. Point number two, va'od. The Gemara says, I'm not done yet. Tanya. So nasna, eno zikukaliyavam. Lo nasna zikukaliyavam. 
So uh, here we're describing where, uh, once again, a get is given on condition uh, that she give him 200 zuz, and he gives her the get, and then uh, subsequently he dies. So um, if she paid the money before he died, so she doesn't need to do the mitzvah of Yibam. If she paid the money after he died, well, obviously too late. In other words, she didn't satisfy the condition. Therefore, the get's not a good get. Therefore, she's not a divorcee. Therefore, she's a widow. Therefore, she has to do yibum. I know that was a long thread, but... And Rav Shimon Gamlil Omer, so in a sense, la'aviv v'la'achiv v'la'achem and akrovim. So, and according to Rav Shimon Gamlil, you can pay a family member, and that will be satisfaction of the get. And ad kan lo pligi ela marsavar, leva lo liyorshai, umarsavar, leva afilu liyorshai. However, v'lchule ama miyatanai havei. And to Yufte de Rav Yehuda. Now, the only thing that we are, that is open for debate over here is, when I say you're going to be paying me, what's included in the me? Is me just exclusive, exclusively me? Or the Lee, the me, can even include uh, people that would basically substitute for me, i.e. next of kin. That, that's open for a debate. But after that, everyone's in agreement that once you pay the money, so then the divorce kicks in and retroactive to the time that, uh, that you were actually given the get. So over here, a second brisa that once again basically shapes just like Rav Huna. It looks like Rav Huna's position. So the Gemara now quoted not one but two brises in a row that look and, and behave exactly like the way Rav Huna would expect it to behave. And so we have two brises now against Rav Yehuda. Amalacha Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda needs a defense. The Gemara mounts a defense on behalf of Rav Yehuda. Amani Rabbi he. Ah. So over here in defense of Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda will say the following. You say Amanas. Okay. Now Amanas literally means on condition of. But it means more than that according to Rebbe. When you say Amanas, it's you're saying it's Keomer Me'achshav. Now you didn't, now you didn't mark it's going to be effective from this point. In other words, and whenever the satisfaction of the of the condition is going to go retroactive to this point, you didn't say the word me'achshav. According to Rebbe, Almanas is tantamount to saying me'achshav. So I know you quoted to me two brises, and I know both brises sound like Rav Huna, but I'll tell you what I'll say. Rav Yehuda, in my defense, will say that those two brises are going according to the shita of Rebbe. Rebbe's of the position that when you say when you say an Almanas, it's like it's as if you're saying me'achshav. And it happens to be that the Chachamim don't agree with Rebbe. And they say that Amanas is not Me'achshav. And so what Rabbi Huda will say is that those two prices are going like Rebbe. I, on the, on the other hand, don't fall like Rebbe. I fall like the Chachamim. Oh, that will be my defense. I could relegate those prices to the sheet of Rebbe. Okay. Um, fine. So, uh, so we now just introduced ourselves to what seemingly is a Machlok. It's not seemingly. In other words, certainly according to one viewpoint, the Machlok is between Rebbe and the Chacham, and when you say the Amanas, are you also saying, meaning clearly Amanas is a condition, but does it also mean Me'achshav? The condition is going to, in other words, whenever the condition is fulfilled, it'll go retroactive to the point where we, we issued the condition. That's one possibility. That's Rebbe. Alternatively, no. In other words, the Amanas does not mean Me'achshav, and that's the Chachamim. The Gemara now points out, So Rabbi Zera says, let me go over my uh, a, a little bit of my history. You know, I used to live in Bavel, Rabbi Zera says. And uh, the Gemara, where is it, in Ksuvus? I think so. Anyway, the, the um, Rabbi, Zera, Rabbi Zera made Aliyah. And uh, when Rabbi Zera made Aliyah, so uh, what he did is basically he... Um, if, if you remember, if you recall, he forgot all, of, he, he purposely, uh, attempted to forget all of his learning. So, right, he fasted, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He fasted, fasted multiple days, uh, so that he, what he could do is that he could basically reset his learning so that he could learn like the, like the, uh, Chachmei Eretzisal. He felt that the Chachmei Eretzisal was a superior, a superior style of learning. And the, uh, and, and so therefore he wanted, uh, he wanted to learn in that, in, in that, uh, in that style. Uh, right, uh, one of the larger questions, which I'm not, I'm asking it now, but I'm not answering it. <laughs> but one of the larger questions that certainly one has to wonder is that uh, Rabbi Zeresh clearly showed a that there was a superiority of Chachmer Tisal. And meanwhile, so what do we do every single day? And it's not just us; it's Klal Yisrael in general. And that is that we learn Talmud Bavli, and uh, not Talmud Yerushalmi. 
And, uh, okay, it definitely, it deserves a treatment in terms of why that is, but, okay, anyway. Let's go back to Rabbi Zerwa who made Aliyah now. Kisaliku Ashkechde, Rabbi Asad, Yasivikamra, Mishman de Rabbi Yochanan. And now Rabbi Zerwa is being introduced to how they learn in Eretz Yisrael. And on this particular issue, boy, Rabbi Zerwa got a, got a, got a, uh, he, he got a, a reorientation. And that is, When you say Almanas, no one, nobody argues. When you say Almanas, it's Me'achshav. It goes back retroactive. So, And the only time that we have a machok is between Rebbe and the Chachamim is when you say Me'ayom, And that ambiguous language, that's the only time that they argue, the, 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 the two argue. As we turn to the Amud Beis, in fact, I have a bracelet to support that. So over here, when you say according to the Chachamim, so what is it? It's ambiguous. Right? It's, just, it's so easy to hear the ambiguity. And meanwhile, Rabbi says, no, this case is going to be a good get. In other words, even though you say so really what you're doing is that you're bringing it back to the time of origination. In other words, even though you said la'achamisa, but la'achamisa is just simply a tanai. Okay, now, u'le rev Yehuda da'am rabba'am anas pligi, so ad demifligi mehayom la'achamisa lifligi ba'am anas. Okay, now, in Eretz Yisrael, so what do they do? They limited the machlokis between Rebbe and the Chachamim. They only argue in the case of mehayom u'la'achamisa. They do not argue in the case of amanas. That's the Eretz Yisrael viewpoint. Let's go back to Bavol. Now, according to the Bavol viewpoint, they argue both. In the case of Me'ayom Alachemisa and in the case of Amanas, in both cases they argue. The Gemara says, okay, let me try to understand it. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why, uh, they, uh, they, um, they highlight the case of Me'ayom Alachemisa, because what it really does is that it showcases Rebbe's viewpoint. Me'ayom Alachemisa, the get's going to be a good get. And it wants to showcase Rebbe's viewpoint. So the Gemara says, okay, uh, how about this? How about let's, uh, let's have the machlokis in the case of Amanas, because again, according to you, they argue in both cases, right? That's the Babylonian uh, viewpoint. So let's argue in the case of Amanas and let's showcase the Chachamim. So the Gemara's answer, and this is a classic answer of the Gemara. Numerous times throughout Shas, we get to hear this. Nah. If we're going to showcase a position, we're going to showcase, showcase the position of Heter. Right? Rashi and Beitza, Daf Gimel writes, uh, why do we want to showcase a Terim? We want to showcase a Terim because that's a more confident position. Meaning if somebody's going to be Machmer, so what does that mean? That may not mean a lot. It may mean that he knows the position, he's confident in the position. It also may mean that he doesn't know the position and look, let's just, uh, uh, let's, let, let's, let's be cautious. Okay, um, whatever. Just recently somebody asked me a question. I wasn't sure. I was cautious because I wasn't sure. And I looked, and I looked it up afterwards, by the way, and, and, and there was room to be Mekel. Anyway, anyway. Could the head go either direction? Now, right, right. Uh, right, correct, correct. But in other words, but the heads are over here, meaning once you say she's divorced, so that's the hetter. Meaning now you're taking an Ashish and you're making her now available to marry again. So that's the that's what the Gemara is focus on, focusing on in terms of what Hatter is. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. In other words, right? It's right. Divorce is not. <laughs> you want you want you want the easiest sentence I could say today. Divorce is not simple, and 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 and, and uh, right, correct. And and so to to clear, call this a clear cut case of of this is Koch the Hetera. Okay, okay, and you're right. But as far as what the the, the way the Gemara is judging it is that. Once you say that Nashus Ish is allowed to marry another man, that's Koach de Terra. Okay. Anyway. Why is having the Machlokas of Almanas any better than having it on the. It's not a question of better, it's just a question of what are we looking to showcase over here? So the Gemara says is that if we're looking to showcase anything, we want to showcase the sheet of, of Rebbe. Rebbe's taking a more makele position, even the case of Me'ayomalachemisa. Me'ayomalachemisa looks like it's ambiguous. It looks like it, it looks like he's mamishing two different things, and according to Rebbe, no, he's not. According to Rebbe, he's mamish. It's, it's a it, all it is is just a tanai, and it goes back lemafreya. It has to go back lemafreya because they ain't get lachamisa. So and it goes back lemafreya, and that's a, and that's a heter. And the Gemara says, and that's why we want to showcase it.
Ein Dalamid Beis, we are towards the top of the Amud at the two dots. Okay, Amun Ashatitinli Mekan Vashosham Yom. Okay, uh, we're going back to the Mishnah, and not only is an extortionist, but he's an extortionist also providing a deadline as well. Okay, all uh, right. Uh, I understand the uh, the husband over here is not modeling great behavior, but again, that's not the point. The point just simply is is that when he makes these conditions set forth in terms of the get, so not only is he extorting money, but he's giving a deadline as well. So the Gemara says Pshita. Now at this point in time, like don't, I think we got it. Meaning that if he sets if he sets conditions into the get, so in other words, the get's only going to be good when the when the conditions are satisfied. Like, isn't that clear? So So the Gemara says, well, you know how we treat deadlines in general, and this is funny, by the way. Nothing has changed in the last couple thousand years. You know how we treat deadlines. Deadlines are recommendations, they're suggestions, right? Uh, right. You right. You have to have this assignment in by this date, right? I'm te- I'm talking like a teacher now. Okay, and, and you know, and you sound tough, and you know, and uh, and meanwhile, if it comes a day later, what are you going to do? Okay, now I know what some, te- <laughs> I know what some teachers do. Okay, and you probably can guess what I'm going to do. But in other words, but that's what that's the havamin of the gemara. The havamin of the gemara is that deadlines are just zeros of alma. It's just encouragement. I'm not, in other words, I'm not really. In other words, I know I said in the condition thirty days, but what she, she gives them the money thirty one days, I'm going to say that's it. No good. You didn't satisfy my condition. That's the Havamina. F- funny, by the way, the Gemara's Maskana is, it's no good. Meaning, once you set it as a condition, so then once you come, once you comes a day beyond your deadline, it's simply no good. Okay. Okay, now, the mission then launches into a story, and the truth of the matter is, it's a great story, but the story seems to be a non-sequitur from what was discussed previously in the Mishnah. Previously in the Mishnah, we were talking about conditions. Then in the Mishnah, we said, you know, you're going to give me the coat. And what happened in the Mishnah? She didn't have the coat. She lost it. And then what she did is, according to Hashem ben Gamliel, she paid for the coat. And, and did she satisfy the condition? Yes, she did. Okay. In other words, but nothing in the Mishnah, there was no antecedent in the Mishnah that brought us to that particular point. So, chesur mechzer v'hachiketane, so here we go. Classically, the Gemara now tells us is that there's a missing part of the Mishnah. Now, is there actual missing text of the Mishnah? Every time we do Chesur and Mechzorah, happens all the time when we do Gemara. So there, you, you, it's it, one of those unanswerable questions. Meaning, is the Gemara actually suggesting there's missing text? Or whenever you're learning the Mishnah, you, just, you have to insert the following into the, into the Mishnah. Meaning, not actual text, but just, you know, understanding. That this is the, the scene behind the scene in order to understand the Mishnah. Either way. So, Chesurim Echzurim. So, according to the Tanakama, so he says, here are my demands. I'll give you the get, but you got to give me back my coat. Those are his demands. And according to the Tanakama, do you know when you satisfy the condition? When you give the coat and nothing else. Nothing will substitute the coat. And Rashim and Gamlil, Amir. So Titin Lois Daman, Rashim and Gamlil says, No, you don't have to. You don't have to give the coat. Meaning, as long as you give a fair value substitute of the coat, so that would be fine as well. And now on that, and now we understand, ah, now the story comes in. What is the story doing? It's siding with Rashim and Gamliel. Now, by the way, I know that's Rashim and Gamliel who's telling the story that's siding with his position. But, okay, but in other words, not to be cynical, we have to be skeptic, but we're not cynical, right? Important distinction. Uh, not to be cynical, meaning, right, Rashim and Gamliel is telling the story that actually happened. And yes, it supports his position, but in other words, he's firmly. In the, there, there's case study that supports his position. Okay, so what do we have right now? So we have really an interesting machlokus amongst Tanaim in terms of whether or not there's, there's a condition set forth, there's a demand that's made, and, and, and the get is riding now on this condition, and now can you give fair market value of the item, and would that be a satisfaction of the condition? Okay, replacement value. It's very simple. In other words, can I, uh, right... Uh, Right to to put it in, in you know in my in my stupid baseball terminology and that is basically can I trade 
Can I trade in now? I don't have the that actual item, but can I give something a fair value? And would that satisfy the condition? And according to the Rashbag, yes, you can. And according to the Chachamim, no, you can't. On this, so by me, nay, Rabbi Asi, may Rabbi Yochanan. What if he makes the following demands? I'm going to give you the get, but only on condition that you give me 200 zuz. Okay, meaning what we've now been discussing for the last two days. Fine, and now, after he set the condition in place, now he says, you know what? I waive. I waive the 200 zuz. Can he be mochel that? Now, it's a funny question because had I not seen the Gemara upcoming... I would have said, sure. In other words, mechila by mamon? Who can't be mocha mamon? The Gemara is about to tell us, I'm not so sure. Very interesting. So, uh, And the Gemara says, look, I, I think the question is going to be open-ended on both viewpoints. So, O Dilma, I'm sorry, before I get to the Odilma. So on one hand, on one hand, the Chachamim will tell you the following. Look, the Chachamim do, uh, does not believe in substitution. In other words, when his demand was a coat, the only way that she'll be divorced is if she provides the actual coat. But what you could say easily is that, okay, but that if the husband is not mochel. Once the husband's mochel, so then, good, the husband will waive the, the, the requirement to pay back, uh, to pay back the coat, or anything for that matter, or any money for that matter. And Mechila works. That's one possibility. We can even ask Odilma Afila Rav Shimon Gamliel. So uh, the low kamerela to come if I say lebedeme avala gamerela, and maybe within the Rashbag I could say the following, and that is is that look, even though the Rashbag is clearly more lenient and allows for substitution, value substitution, but maybe I would tell you that the, uh, that's the only thing that he allows. In other words, but the waving it of it all together, maybe that he doesn't allow. So the question on the table is as follows. With a condition set forth that the get's only going to be valid, but if you give me 200 zoos, can he then subsequently waive the money? Can he be mochel? Amr Le, listen to Rabbi Yochan's response. This one really surprised me. Ain't Doesn't work. Mechila doesn't work. Okay, now, uh, obviously, not obviously. R- r- wrong transitional term. The Gemara is going to push back on this, but just to think about it and just to... To, to wrap our heads around why it wouldn't work, meaning throughout the rest of halacha, you can't be mochel? Of course you can be mochel. Why over here won't work? I, right? I, I, don't, I don't have the best way to present it, and I'm just, whatever. Obviously I'm thinking about it, but it's a little bit challenging to understand why mechila won't work in this circumstance. That is Rav Yochanan's first response. Mechila will not work. So, Okay, remember the Gemara Nadarim, it wasn't that long ago. Okay, uh, this is now Nadarim Daf Samach Gimel. I wish I could tell you that I had Bikias, I don't have Bikias, but whatever. The, the, the Gemara the Gemar, the Gemar tells me where to look in the Dharm to find it. Anyway, but the Gemara in the Dharm was as follows. Basically, I'm, 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 I'm so fed up with my friend, I, I'm giving a little bit of narration over here. So that, uh, you know, a, a little narrative so you understand the Gemara in the Dharm. I'm sure I did the same thing when we did in the Dharm. I'm so fed up with my friend, I feel like this is a one-directional relationship. I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm getting nothing in return. And finally, I say to him, enough, enough already. All you do is you take from me, you don't give to me. Like, in other words, it's a one-sided relationship. I know relationships are not supposed to be transactional. I, I understand that. But at the same time, I'm, I, I'm sure as human beings, you, you know, we, we recognize that, like, sometimes you feel like someone's just taking advantage. I'll tell you what. Here's the story. I'm putting an end to it. I'm making an enter. You're not getting any enough from me until you give me. Okay, you don't say me. You say my kid. But in other words, you want to feel like there's, you know, a little back and forth in the relationship. Good. And you make an enter to the effect of that you're, and, and, and you make it conditional. If you give my kid the following, that's great. And if you don't give my kid X, Y, and Z, so then that's it. You're not getting any hana from me. Okay. Uh, do I now need to go to a chacham to be mata the neder? Right? After some time, I calm down. I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe I'm too hard on him. Whatever. And you want to go to a chacham and mata the neder. Can you, can you, can you bypass a chacham? How are you going to bypass a chacham? Very simple. You'll just simply say, it's ke'ilu is kabalti. 
or what you and I would call mechila. I'm making the demand that you have to give me the, the following. That's the condition. You know what? Eh. Mocha. And so over here, what the Gemara now is suggesting is, is that, look, we just saw in that Mishnah, in the Dharma Machloks, between Rameir and the Chachamim, what the Chachamim say? You could be Mochel. So now we turn our attention back to Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan, did you just hear that? Right? The Gemara in the Dharma, the Sheet of the Chachamim. A person made a condition. I'm demanding money. He could be Mochel. Why don't we say the same thing over here? The husband demanding money from his, from his ex-wife, soon to be ex-wife, Right, the guy's going to be good, but only if you give me 200 zoos. You can't be mochel afterwards and just wave the 200 zoos. So, hachi um, hashta. So the Gemara says, I'm not sure if that Gemara in the Dharam is comparable to our discussion. Hashtam l'tzurik ha-mechavein. So, um, so the, uh, in the case of get, l'tzurik ha-mechavein. So in the case of get, so what he's trying to do is he's trying to bother her. Right? He's trying to torture her. And again, I, I, I know I want to reiterate because, right, obviously, they're a very sensitive issue. Uh, in other words, the, the, the Gemara is not condoning the behavior, obviously. But in other words, but we're looking at terms of what's going on, meaning what's happening over here. Obviously, he's trying to, he's trying to be Mitzar her. So, uh, but over here, what are we talking about? We're talking about profit. Meaning that, look, in other words, I just feel that I'm putting so much in and I'm not getting anything out. I want to get something out of this relationship. And then later, if you want to change your mind, you can for sure change your mind. Meaning, you, you, all the, in the case of Nadarim, you're looking for harvacha, you're looking for profit, and you decide, you know what, I don't want the profit. So basically, what we have to look at is uh, the nature of what's happening in both of those cases. Okay. So anyway, so the Gemara, may, the Gemara attempts to make a distinction between them. Um, the Gemara actually defends the viewpoint of Rav Yochanan that, the, uh, that you can't waive the... You can't wave the 200 zoos. Okay. So Tzura means he doesn't want to give a get at all? No, he wants to give her a get, but he also wants to torture her at the same time. So then he's up with the torture. I don't understand what the, what's wrong with him up with the torture. He said, I don't, I don't care anymore. I'm, right, okay, Mitch, it, it, sometimes you're in my head. I think the same thing also. In other words, I, I, I would have made the same argument as well. The Gemara's just trying to meet Machalik between the cases, but, but, I, Mitch, I, 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 part of me thinks like you, so I, I guess I guess you're in good. Where I'm in good company, but but You think the deny would be I, I don't have to pay my ksuba? Okay, but ksuba is a separate issue. Meaning, I hear you, but ksuba is a separate issue. Over here, he's just making the condition. He's throwing in the condition that gets going to be valid, but you give me money. So by making the money, he he he's not. Fulfilling the condition of the two to, to be Mitzayah. Right, right. In other words, right. The the Tanai was to be Mitzayah. That's the, exactly the Gemara's point. The Tanai was to be Mitzayah. And then on that, you can't be Mochel. Mitch is asking, and I'm I'm wondering the same thing as well. Well, you can't, you can't, right. You can't change your mind on being Mitzayah. You decided you don't want to be Mitzayah. Okay. Why can't you change your mind about that? Okay, good. Mitch's question, good. How So, Kuli Ama Dalutlat Avasavachle Riva. Okay, so now a uh, very interesting application of everything we just learned, and that is the following. Okay, uh, we're going to go into a business. Uh, the, u- the usual bu- business structure is as follows. Sharecropping, of course, we're, uh, what we're talking about, the business du jour of the time of the Gemara. So over here, you, you turn to, you're, you're the property owner, you turn to the sharecropper and say, here, normally what happens, so you contract. Three irrigations a year, right? Irrigating a field is a lot of work. Three irrigations a year, and usually the sharecropper gets a quarter. By the way, when we, whenever we talk about sharecropping, in terms of what the numbers are, it's whatever the minag was at the time, right? In other words, there's no, there, there's no hard numbers over here in terms of how much percentage the sharecropper is going to get. It's just a question of minhagim. So three irrigations a year, a quarter of the crops go to, go to the sharecropper. How about this? In other words, what I like to do is the following. I'm going to contract with you, and that is, is that basically I'm going to have you irrigate four times this year. Okay, which I know is more work than your typical sharecropper, but I'll give you a bigger distribution. I'll give you a third as opposed to a quarter. Fine. Okay, so that was the agreed contract between owner and sharecropper. Beautiful. Now, so now what happened is the following. As he was about to do his fourth irrigation for that year, the skies opened up and, 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 and a flood came down. Not a flood, right? But in other words, a healthy rain came down waiving his requirement to now irrigate for that fourth time. Okay? In other words, irrigation was done. I didn't do it, 
But in other words, Menashamayim. Literally, Menashamayim. And figuratively, Menashamayim. Okay, so God took care of, God, God took care of my fourth irrigation. So I'm Rav Yosef Halodalav, Rav Amar Halowitzterech. And so over here, like just such a classic debate amongst the Amarayim. So in other words, did you satisfy your contractual obligation? So Rav Yosef will say, no, you didn't. In other words, you were told that you were going to get a third, which is greater than what, what more sharecroppers normally get, but only if you irrigate four times. You didn't irrigate four times. And Rabba will tell you, well, I know I didn't irrigate four times, but I didn't need to. I irrigated three times in the fourth one, so that came in a Shemayim. But in other words, but, but mission accomplished. You wanted four irrigations. You got four irrigations. So, Leimam, so Rav Yosef, Damaka Rabban, Rabba, Damaka Rabban, and so what the Gemara now wants to do is take this Machlokas Amarayim and now line it up with what we learned in our Mishnah, right? And, it's, and it seems like, wow, we, we have a parallel going on here. Why? Because in the Mishnah, what is the Chachamim telling you? No substitute value, meaning I cannot throw in a substitution, right? In other words, when he declares, you're going to give me that coat, so the only thing that will satisfy the condition is the giving of the coat. Nothing else would substitute. That's the Chachamim. And that is corresponding to the sheet of Rav Yosef. Mashiach, and according to the Rashbach, no, you can give substitute value. I don't have the coat. I don't know where the coat is. And now what you want to do is you want to pay for the coat. You could do that. Over here, I didn't irrigate, but the field was irrigated. Substitute value. So the Gemara says, Vitizbra. So the Gemara says, I, 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 no, no, I'm not buying it. The So, um, so on one hand, the halacha is like Rabbah, which is, is that if the heavens own, uh, open up and the field gets rained on and thereby providing that fourth irrigation, you get a check and you're good and you're going to be able to get a third of the distribution. That's the halacha in the case of the sharecropper. And, mean, and meanwhile, Baha ain't halacha kereshem and gamliel, but over here the halacha does not follow like kereshem and gamliel. We're going to establish that in just a moment. The halacha does not follow like kereshem and gamliel. So, olam So the Gemara says, okay, so... What we're going to say is as follows. The two sheets by the sharecropper, both Rav and Rav Yosef, are going like the Chachamim. And Rav Yosef, Karabban, and now Rav Yosef is going like the Chachamim. Gemara says, that's a no, that's a, that's a no, not, that, that's easy. It's a no-brainer. Because again, as we already just got done explaining, meaning what the Chachamim could tell you is that she doesn't have to give back the coat, she could substitute. Over here in the case of the sharecropping, I was told to irrigate four times, the fourth irrigation didn't come by me, but it came by it came it came in a shamayim. It rained. Say, same thing. In other words, substitute. It's fine. So 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 that's easy. But So the rabba will tell you. So the um, even the chachamim would agree with me. Why? Because the Chachamim over there who, do, who, who does not allow for substitution, you know why he doesn't allow for substitution? Again, because what's the husband saying? Yeah, you want the get? Okay, fine, I'll give you the get. But that coat, you're giving me that coat. And again, now, right, and, and I know I'm, I'm painting an ugly scene, but just to purp- for purposes of explaining the Gemara, meaning that he's trying to be her. I want that coat and I only want that coat. And I don't want anything substituting that coat. I want that coat. Over here in the case of the sharecropper, meaning it's a venture. It's a, it's a business venture. So over here, what did he want? He wanted four irrigations. Why? Because he wanted a better, a better yield. He, wa- he wanted the land irrigated four times. He feels that's going to be better. So in other words, it's harvacha. All we're interested over here, the goal over here is to, to profit. And now what happened? Four irrigations. Oh, did the fourth one? I didn't do it myself. It came in a shamayim. Who cares? The field was irrigated four times. The, right, the, 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 the land was irrigated. We're going we're gonna to have a better yield. Everyone's happy. Okay, good. So I will tell you that the Chachamim would make a clear distinction between the case of Get and the case over here of the, of the sharecropper. Okay. I kind of takes us to the end of yesterday's daf at 745. That's pretty good. I, I told you today we're going to go long, and if you have to leave early, I totally understand. I wish I could leave early, but you know I have to. I have to be here till the end. That's uh, that's how these things work. Uh, but anyway, it's all going to get recorded. You want to listen? Fine. Um, to Nan Hassan. 
Okay, so now uh, we're going to put a marker here. This is really going to be the beginning of today's off, if you will. Uh, we're going to start with the Mishnah Erechin. Before we start with the Mishnah Erechin, uh, let's just do, we did already a lot, a lot. Uh, but let's just do a quick recap of basically everything we've seen so far today on Ayin Dalam and Aleph. We went over, in other words, you made a Tanai and and in and, and the giving of the get, in other words, then I'm going to give you the get, but you need to give me 200 zuz. And so over here, how do we view the giving of the 200 zuz? Is it just Tanai Ba'ama? Uh, that's Rav Huna. Rav Yehuda says, no, it's an integral part of the Nesina Saget. Nafkamin is between them, basic Nafkamin is between them. And for Ayn Dalal till its conclusion, so we litigated this point of Rav Huna, Rav Yehuda, Raisa supporting Rav Huna, defending Rav Yehuda. That took us through all of Ayn Dal Ahmed Aleph, all the way to the top of the Ahmed Base. Okay. <laughs> On the top of the Ahmed Base, substitute value. That really is Ayn Dal Ahmed Base. And what we discussed is, is that where his demand was that you're, I'm going to give you the get, but you're going to give me that coat. And Amanas, and it's conditional. And so now, in the event that she can't, she can't procure the coat, can she, can she provide substitute value? The Chachamim will say yes. Sorry. Wrong. Let's do that again. The Chachamim will say no, and Rav Shimon Gamal will say yes. And now we understand the rest of the Mishnah, where the rest of the Mishnah brought in a story in Sidon where, uh, where, where, where uh, the substitute value was allowed, and this clearly is reflective of the viewpoint of Rav Shimon Gamal. And then, a really interesting discussion that we just had in Ayn Dalman Beis regarding other cases of substitute value and whether or not substitute value will, will pass. Okay, right? can, I, can I make a substitution? I contracted that I'm going to irrigate the field four times. I irrigated three times. The fourth time, rain menashamayim. Is that going to, is that going to be an allowable substitute for me irrigating the field four times? Machlokis amarayim. The Gemara wanted to line up with the machlokis tanayim. Gemara says you don't have to do that. But in other words, it makes sense to do it, but the Gemara says you don't have to do that. Okay. And that has been our discussion throughout the remainder of yesterday's daf ein dalit. Okay. New, new, new topic of discussion. Okay, uh, we're going to start with the mission. You buy a house in a walled city in Eretz Yisrael, so it's, it doesn't follow the regular rules of property purchasing in Eretz Yisrael. The regular rules of property purchasing in Eretz Yisrael is that I don't purchase property. I lease property. And then what's going to happen is that it's going to go back to its original owner in the oval year. In a walled city, that as long as it had walls from the time of Yoshua ben Nun, so now the rules of property purchasing are vast, are, are, are different and that is, is that when I purchase a property in a walled city, I get to keep it indefinitely. However, seller has the ability to buy it back within a year. If he buys it back within a year, so then obviously he gets to keep it. Uh, but if he does not buy it back within a year, so then it's mine forever. It's simple. Okay? So now you can imagine, so that, that first year after purchase, it's a tense year. In other words, I'm there, all I'm doing is avoiding the seller. <laughs> I don't want to see him. All he's going to want to do is buy back the property. He has the right to do so. And not only that, but you know what I'll do? And I know this is not right. right? And we're going to, the mission uh, What I'm going to do now is, is that we're approaching the end of the year and we're on, we're on the last day of the year. What do I do? I run and I hide. I deliberately look to avoid him so he doesn't have to buy it back from me. Because I don't want, I don't want him to see me because he's going to want to buy it back from me. And that, and that last, day, last day of the year, by the way, happens to be a solar year, not a lunar year. Anyway, the, the Gemara So on the last day of the year, so what do I do? So I avoid him. So, uh, so Hillel says that's not right. And Hillel is misstocking. And now let's go to the Mishnah. So, so what you would do is he would run and hide on that last day. So what Hillel did is the following. You want to buy back your property here? Come on down. Come to, <laughs> come to Yerushalayim. Come. I'm, there's, a special, there's a special chamber set up for you. And what you can do on the last day, on the deadline, on the, on the, on the last day of the year, from, 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 day, from date of sale, is that you'll take, take the money to, to, to repurchase your property. You'll deposit in the chamber. And the property will be yours. I didn't, you didn't give it to the uh, to the buyer. I know you didn't give it to the buyer, but that's fine. So And then what you could do is you could break the door down. In other words, obviously he he reset the locks. You could you could break the door down. You could. Now, as far as the buyer is concerned, so the buyer has now ha- now has. Uh, I was going to say lost the property. He didn't lose the property. In other words, the property was bought back. Uh, whenever he wants to collect his money, he could do so. The money is going to be waiting for him in the chamber. In the chamber. 
It's an escrow account. No. Okay. So the Amarava Mitakanaso Shehelo. So Nishma. Okay, good. So there are so many points to glean from this uh, this particular Takana. But meanwhile, we're going to be focusing on one aspect of it, and that's the following. So I raise it. So now let's go over our case. Our case is, is that he's extorting money from her. And so here's her get, but only on the condition that you give me 200 zos. Okay, now, he gives her the get, but again, the get's not valid yet because he, she hasn't paid him the money, and she pays him the money. If he willingly takes it, so then fine. Satisfaction of the tonight. But what if, what if when she's now ready to give him the money, she, he's like, no, I'm not ready to take it. And she forces the money on him. Would that, in fact, be considered a Nasina, yes or no? So the Gemara says, so we're going to reverse engineer. Meaning, look at the Takana of Hillel. What did Hillel have to do? He had to be misakin. He had to institute. In other words, I'm right now trying to find the, uh, the, uh, the seller of the property because I want to buy it back. Sorry. I'm trying to find the buyer of the property because I want to, right, I'm the seller, but I want to buy it back. And he right now is making himself unavailable to me. So why can't I just simply do it? It's Sina Why can't I force the money? Force, give the money to him. Oh, do you know why? This is now the reverse engineering that we think, that we think is correct. Because force giving doesn't work. And Hill had to institute that in this particular case, force giving would in fact be acceptable. But that's only based on a takana of Hillel. That means that the default setting is, is that Nesina Bakarcho is not considered Nesina. That's the thought process of the Gemara. So, Mechlal, now we're on the top of Ein Hamad Aleph. Mechlal Dabam Nesina Bakarcho lo havi Nesina. So, Nesina Bakarcho is not normally considered Nesina. That is the thought process of the Gemara. Happens to be, right, I'll mention it, but it's just, I'm not going to delve into it. Super interesting Rashi. Over here, Rashi writes on the very top of the Amud. You know, why Why wouldn't the the, the, the Takana of Hillel not translate over here? Because over here, we're talking about money, but we're talking about money that will effectuate a get. And the get is Isser. She's an Ashish Ish. She's not going to become Mutter. And this is not a case of Mamun, even though money's involved, but really it's a case of Isser. What are you, what are you hearing from Rashi? What you, what, at least what I'm hearing from Rashi is that we're gonna re- we're ready to take the Hillel Takana and extend it to other cases of Mamunas, but it won't translate over here because this is not a Mamunas case, it's an Isser case. Meaning, had it not been for Rashi, what I could have easily said is the Takana of Hillel specific to that one particular case and not to any other case. Rashi over here is making a distinction between Mamun and Isser. Okay. Anyway. So the Mechlad Nasina so Maskala Rapapa, so we're an Einham and Aleph, we're two lines down. So Rapapa now challenges And and I hope you were thinking this, in other words, and Rapapa saying, I don't know. I think your analysis is wrong. In other words, over there the Takana of Hillel. Maybe it's not a Takana of Bakarcho La Bakarcho. Meaning, where is the person right now? Not here. Maybe if the person's here, maybe the Nasina would work whether he wants it, whether he doesn't want it. Maybe the Takana is a, is a function of the fact that the person's not here. And that's why Hillel had to be Misakain. So the, uh, the Igadarme, now, we're gonna do, we're gonna do the whole thing again, but we're gonna come at it from a different angle. So what we're going to do now in our, in our second version of the Gemara is we're just going to draw the inference uh, in, in, the, in the opposite that we did previously. Meaning, uh, in other words, I would have said that what was Hillel Masakain that you have to, that the, that the money that you give is going to work because the person's not here. But had the person been here, the Nesina would work, whether he wants it, whether he doesn't want it. So, And 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 the Gemara says, nah, nah, maybe maybe but Nesina Bakarcho doesn't work at all. I why was Hilo Masake? 
Because that was the case. Meaning that back then, in other words, if you wanted to make sure that the, the land would remain, the house would remain indefinitely by you, so you wanted to avoid the, you wanted to avoid the buyer. And uh, who, who the, or I should say better, you wanted to avoid the seller who wants to buy back his property. And so it happens to be that what you're going to do is that you're going to make yourself now not available. So he'll institute it over there because that was the case at hand. But who had then? The same thing would be true. Whether he'd be there and he refuses to take it, the same would be true as well. That Hill would have to make a takana. Okay. Fine. So uh, so the first part of today's daf, and Ayn Hay, is Nasina Balkarcha. Does it work? It does it not work? Uh, what we try to do is use the the takana's hill uh the 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 buying back of a of a batarichoma, and whether or not that will inform us of whether Nasina Balkarcha will work or not will not work. And the Gemara leaves us unresolved in terms of whether or not we can draw conclusions from the Takana. Next. Okay, now this is a popular Gemara. We're going to see it at least three times in Shas, at least. And so over here, this is one of the three times. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, the Halacha falls like him almost always. Three notable exceptions. And Sidon is one of the notable exceptions where the halacha does not fall like Rosh Hashem and Gamliel. Uh, there are two other areas. If you'll forgive me, I'm not going to go through the others. One is a Basri issue. The other is a Sanhedrin issue. Okay. When we get there, we'll go through them in, in, in more detail. Interestingly, I don't know why, but Rashi over here only goes through one of them, not the other one. Anyway. She has to give the but, but in other words, but in our, in, perfect. In our, in our topic, we're talking about now where... He is making, he's making a condition, tying the get to the condition. The condition is, you gotta give me the coat. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says you could substitute it for its value. And the Chachamim say you cannot substitute it. And on this halacha, we don't go like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, we go like the Chachamim. And one of the, one of the few times, there's only three times in Shas, where we don't pass on like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Uh, Tan Rabban Ariziki Techvaniyar. So here we go now uh, for a good part of today's daf. We are going to be litigating the following case. It's a brisa. The brisa now uh, brings two cases side by side. In the first, uh, on, on the first case, I'm going to give you the get, but you have to understand though. So the uh, that obviously the get, uh, the, it's 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 writing on paper. I'm not giving you the paper. The paper is always going to be mine. So what I'm going to give you is, now it's not clear exactly what he's giving her. In other words, I guess it's, I, I, may, maybe you could talk about the actual ink itself. <laughs> anyway, but, but I'm just going to, it's, it's, it's a good way to think about it from our modern, from our modern thought process. It's basically a virtual get. Okay. Anyway. Okay. But in other words, but the, but, but the Niar is going to be belong, belong to me, always belong to me. So this is not going to be a, this is not going to be a good get. Okay, well, what's the failure over here? So um, so Rashi writes over here, Lo Midi. In other words, right? That's I, I happen to like. I'm not I'm not saying I'm right, but I happen to like my 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 thinking of it being a virtual. You're basically providing for her now a virtual document, because in other words, you didn't give her a paper. And what does the Torah say? Vinasan biada. The Torah says that you have to give her something physical in her hands. And you're not giving her something physical. You're giving her just the writing and not the actual paper itself. It's not, it's a, it's a, it's a virtual get. It's not a, re, it's not a real document. Okay. So in, in case number one, it doesn't work. But in case number two, oh, so this is, this is complicated, even though the case is really easy to explain, but this is complicated. I'm going to give you the get. Now, the get will be chal, but only on condition that you hand me back the get. So now, what she does now is she, is, she receives the get, but again, the get not, is, is not activated yet because it's, it's tied to a condition. And the condition is, is that you have to hand me back the get. So when is the get going to be chal? Only when the get is handed back to him. But when the get is handed back to him to satisfy the condition, she, of course, now is no longer holding the get. Okay. It's a loop. Oh, so uh, right, and, and 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 that's exactly what it does to our head. This case it loops our head. So I'm not So over here, the Brisa says it works. So 
So the Gemara says, uh, so now, how, how is it working? Right? What the Gemara is trying to do is it's really trying to understand the loop. How in the case of the loop is it going to work? So what the Gemara now tries to do is that and at least in its first round, it tries to understand the second part of the Bryce is going like Rosh and Gamliel. Now, I know we're coming right off of the heels of the Gemara telling us that the Halacha does not fall like Rosh and Gamliel, but that's fine, because what we're doing right now is trying to understand a Bryce. The Bryce could be going like Rosh and Gamliel, it's possible, even though the Halacha doesn't follow him. So over here, look, what does Rosh and Gamliel teach us? And that is, is that you can substitute its value. In other words, when, when, when somebody's demanding something, so you don't have to give the item itself. You can go ahead and substitute it with something else. So over here, even though the demand is you've got to give me the get back, maybe what you could do is you don't have to give the get back, but in other words, you'll figure out its value. Now, by the way, it's a piece of paper. But it has a value. The, um, so, and, and, you'll just, uh, and you'll just pay for its value. And, 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 and that's how you're going to be able to keep the get, and the get's going to be a good get. Uh, but so, so Abai says, wait, 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 slow down. I don't even think the Rashbag would agree over here that you could substitute it. Substituting for its value is in its absence. The case of the coat, I, you're right, I'll give you the get, but you're going to give me back the coat. She can't, even according to Rashim and Gamliel, she can't keep the coat and just pay for its value. In other words, she can only replace the coat in the event that the code is no longer there. If the code is there, even the Rashbag would tell you that you ha- she has to return the code. Over here, she's holding the get. The condition is you got to give me back the get. Even the Rashbag will tell you that if she's holding the get, she can't replace and substitute with something else. Okay. So the El Amar Abai Hamani, Rebbe Merid Amar, so the Gemara now is going to uh, approach and attack this in a, in a different matter. And here we get to Tanai Kaffel. Okay? We are now at the part of the Gemara where this is going to be one of the more fundamental and, 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 and main sugyas and shas in which we talk about the requirement of Tanai Kaffel. Okay. And just as a uh, brief introduction uh, to Tanai Kaffel, so uh, let's go over the following. Uh, right in Parshas Matos, Parshas Mase. Uh, so what happens is, is that they're going into Eretz Yisrael at the end of Sefer by Midbar, and now we're ready to go into Eretz Yisrael. We're in Aver Liardin, right on the other side of the Jordan, and now the Shvatim of of, um, of Reuven and God are looking around, and they're loving it. They just conquered. They conquered Sichon, uh, the Sichon uh, and Og, uh, and the and these lands that are right east of the Jordan. So God and Reuven are looking at it, and they're like, "This is fantastic." So they turned to motion. They said, you know what? I got this great idea. And that is, we'll stay over here. In other words, right, the rest of the Shvatim, the other 10 Shvatim will go into Eretz Yisrael, they'll conquer Eretz Yisrael, and we'll stay right over here and, 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 we'll, and we'll keep these lands to ourselves. They're beautiful. Happens to be that it's great for pasture. We have a lot of cattle, uh, right, a lot of sheep. It's, perf- it's perfect for us. We'll stay right here. So at that point in time, Moshe says, I got a better idea, and that is that uh, let's, do, let's say the following. You, you want these lands, you want to, you want to keep them, fine. Uh, but only on condition. And so what we're given over there is a negotiation between Moshe and the two Shvatim of God and Reuven. If you go into Eretz Yisrael and you are, right, uh, you, you lead us in battle and you, and, 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 and you help us conquer Eretz Yisrael and you, ha- and you help us conquer all the Canaanim, then and only then are you going to be getting the, uh, the, the Eva Liardin. And if you don't go in, then you're not going to get Eva Liardin. So that was a negotiation between Moshe and, and, and the two Shvatim. And now what we're, what we're about to embark on is, right, a couple of Gemars and Shas here, getting Ayin Hay, right, today's Daf, and also the Gemara in Kedushin, Samech Aleph. So these two Gemars are other Gemars as well, but these two Gemars really speak to this idea that this now is going to be serving, at least according to Rabbi Meir, this is going to be serving as a base model of what is considered tonight and what is not considered tonight. In order for a tonight to be considered a tonight, it has to model and mimic the way Moshe did it with B'nai God and B'nai Ruvain. Uh, right? And, and, and a couple of points to highlight over here. Number one, it has to be kaful. You have to double it over. In other words, you have to say the negative and you have to say the positive. Number, that's number one. Number two, 
is that you have to say the positive before the negative. In other words, whatever we see by the negotiations, emotion, motion, is going to be serving as the model. Okay? And one other, one other feature, and that is, is that the tonight has to be coming kodem lamaisa. The condition has to be said before the result or the effect of those conditions. Okay. So, and according to Rabbi Meir, take all those features that Moshe did, and that will then become the base model. If you want to set a condition forward, so you must use tonight couple with all three of those conditions that I just outlined. And if I'm missing any one of those conditions, then the tonight is not going to be a binding tonight. Now, here comes a really important and critical point, okay? Because this is really a yesod when it comes to tonight couple. If, according to Rabbi Meir, if I don't follow all three of those conditions in terms of how to make a condition, right? The, the conditions of conditions. If I don't follow all three, what happens? The conditions fall apart, but of course the effect is still there. Meaning, if I fail on the Tanai, the only thing I fail on is the Tanai. But in other words, but wherever we're negotiating, that's going to take effect. I hope that was clear. That's what, and if, if it's not fully clear, we'll see it in the Gemara. Ella Amar Abaye. So now we go back to the Gemara. We're on Ein Hamad Aleph. And so this is Abaye's explanation. Again, remember what happened over here? I'm giving you the get, but I'm menas, but only on condition that you hand me back the get. And the Bryce says that works. And we're, and, and, and it's a loop. Well, how can that work? The moment I hand you, hand you back the get, the get's going to be valid, but I'm, I'm not holding the get. Right? What, what, what's going on over here? Ah, so the Gemara now, this is, it's, re- it's really smart. It's like, it's, it's really, it's, it's a creative solution to how to understand the Brysa. The Brysa is going like Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says you need a tonight kafal. Let's see, let's see, let's do this inside. El Amr Rabbi Hamani Rabbi Meir, he, the Amr Bein and tonight kafal. The Hacha Halo Kafle the tonight. Now you'll notice over here the husband did not go over the positive and the negative. Right? The positive would be if you give it back to me, that gets good. And if you don't give it back to me, that gets not good. And, right, and, and, and you didn't put the positive in front of the negative. Well, you didn't even double it, right? In other words, you have to double it and you have to put the positive in front of the negative. Okay, so in other words, all that was not done. So because it was not done, so what happens? Watch. The tonight falls away and what are we left with? He handed her the get. And the condition is no longer, the condition now is just simply ignored. And is the get now going to be good? The answer is yes. Huh. So the Gemara says, okay, so the doubling of the language, that's what's missing. So the Gemara says, so Rava says to Abaye, look, So the Gemara says, I don't understand. Over here, Mishpite HaTanayim, the rules of Tanayim, the conditions of conditions. So over here, uh, you also need the tonight to come uh, before the Misa. And over here, that's not what happened. So, Alamarava, Mishum de Misa Konla tonight. So, over here, you know what the failure is? The failure is, is that the Misa came before the tonight. This will be your get in, on, on the condition that you give it back to me. Right? So, in other words, so there, the, the, the effect came before the condition, and that's a failure. The condition has to come before the tonight. Again, keep going back to the negotiation between Moshe and Bnei Gad and Bnei Ruvain. Moshe said to them, if you go with us to the other side and fight, then you're going to get it. Tonight, Kodam Lamaisa. Over here, I'm giving you the, the get, but only on condition that you give it back to me. That's Maisa Kodam Latanayim. Rav says that's a failure. So, Maskal of Rav Adabrava, time the Maisa Kodam Latanayim, Hatanai Kodam Lamaisa, La Vigite, Mechti Kotanai Mechi Gamrina, Lohomi Tanai Bnei Gad and Bnei Ruvain, Maasam. So it's funny, the Gemara is just kind of like unpackaging all the rules, all the conditions of conditions. So uh, the Gemara says, you know, in order for there to be a, tena- a proper Tanai, it has to be that the condition is immaterial of the effect. Okay. Again, let's go back to Moshe and and Gan and Ruvain. Moshe says, "You're going to go to the other side. You're going to fight with us, and then you're going to get the land." 
So in other words, the condition is going to battle against the Canaanim, and the effect is going to be the land. The land and the conditions are not connected. They're right. One is Davar Echad, the other is Davar Acher. Over here, the, the effect and the condition are both about the get. I'm going to give you the get, but you must give the get back to me. That is what is called Tanai and Misa Bidavar Echad. And uh, by the way, in my introduction, I, I missed this one. Okay, but fine, I missed it. So the, uh, so, so, but that's also another one of the Mishpatea tonight. So the, uh, Ravashi, Amar Hamani, fine. So, so, so what do we, what do we, basically what do we just do? In other words, I know the Amarim seem to be, seem to be arguing with one another, but basically what the Gemara just outlined for us is, is that you failed on the tonight. Do you know why in the Bryce it says that I'm going to give you the get, but only on condition you give it back to me? Why the get's going to be a good get? Because you didn't do the tonight properly. You, you missed the double language. You missed the, uh, the, the Tanai Kodal Lamaisa. You, you missed on the part that it's, it, it's, it's Tanai and, and, and Maisa on Davar Echad, as opposed to two totally separate items. So you missed on so many of the Mishpatea Tanayim. And so therefore, Tanai is no good. And because the Tanai is no good, Tanai falls away. What are we left with? Just the Maisa. What's the Maisa? He gave her a get. Okay. Um, yeah, let's, let's finish up to the Mishnah. All right. We're here. Okay. Um Ravashi Amar Hamani Rebi Damar Ravuna Amar Rebi Kalam Ramanas Kamar Mehshav Damei. Okay, and then Gamar says, and you know what? We can go back to the Brisa and we can give a simple explanation of the Brisa. Again, what, what the Brisa is describing a loop. I'm gonna give you the get, but only on the condition that you give the get back to me. And then the get's gonna be a good get. But of course the problem is is that when you give him back the get, so you're not holding the get. And now we want the get to take effect, but you're not holding it. How does that work? And the Brisa says it works. So we just went through the last 10 minutes of, well, it's a failure of the Tanai. Uh, what Ravashi says is, is that we can give a really simpler explanation, and that is that the Bryce is going like Rebbe. And we learned this in today's daf. It goes back to Ayin Dalit, and, you know, I was behind. But in other words, it's today, it's yesterday's daf, Ayin Dalit. And what do we know that according to Rebbe, what is Almanas tantamount to? Almanas is tantamount to the, um, so, Be'achshav, uh, which means that when I say Amanas, what I'm really saying is that when it's going to take effect, retroactive. So the husband's giving her the get and saying Amanas that you give it back to me. So even though she gives it back to him, but when is the effect going to be? Retroactive to the time when he gave it to her. Oh. As long as Amanas is understood as Me'achshav, so then you understand. Even though it looks funny, but halachically makes perfect sense because it's retroactive to the time that he gave it to her. But the solution, of course, is limited, meaning you have to hold like Rebbe in order for it to work. Okay. Um, Shmuel made the following institution that when the Shemira is going to be giving a get, uh, so he must, he must, he must do a double Tanai. Uh, in other words, you have to follow the rules of, of the Tanai Bnei Gadam and Ruben. In other words, he's holding like Shitas Rebbe Meir. So, Velema Imasi Yeget, Vimlamasi Lo Yeget. So, uh, so the Gemara says now, um, why doesn't he say it where first he states that if I die, the gets good, and if I don't die, the gets no good. So the Gemara says because So the Gemara says because it'll give him an Ayin Hara. Okay. I know I use the words Ayin Hara, the Gemara is not using the words Ayin Hara, but in other words, it, it, it's, not, it's not a positive way to start, and, and, and really you should think positive. Even the person's a shemira. So the Gemara says, So the, uh, so why doesn't he say, um, that, uh, that it should not be a get if I don't die? So, because again, you need the tonight kernel of So, So the Gemara says, now I don't understand. Meaning that I need the hain to come before the love. Why? Because again, my base model of Sinai Kuffel is B'nai God, B'nai Ruvain. So, if that's my base model, so then, so then what, 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 over here, you need to say the positive before the negative. The positive is, I know it's not, it's funny, I say positive. Meaning, it is positive in the, not positive meaning uplifting, but it is positive in that here's where it's going to work. And here's where it's not going to work. When is the get going to work if I die? That should come first. And then followed by, and if I don't die, then it's not going to work. So even though a person doesn't want to start off, 
you know, talking about death, but in terms of mishpatei atanayim, that's how that's how it needs to work. So Alamarava, so Rava says, okay, here's what you'll do. You, this is how you're going to coordinate it, and that is imlo masilo yegen, imasi yegen, imlo masilo yegen. So you, right, oh, you, David, you got it immediately. So and that is is that what you're going to do is you're going to say it three times over. First, you're going to say, if I don't die, it's not going to be a get, and if I die, it'll be a get, and if I don't die, it's going to be a get. So now, what did you do? So you just satisfied everybody. So You don't want to start off talking about if you die. Okay, good. So that's why you're going to start off with imla masi. But on the other hand, on the other hand, you need to string together two sentences where first you talk about what happens if I die, and then you have to talk about what happens if I don't die, because you need the hang kodem lalav. So therefore, you're going to, it's basically going to be a triplet. You're going to start off if I don't die, the get won't take effect. Good. So now you started off by you being optimistic about your, your, your prognosis. Then you're going to say, and if I die, it'll be again. And if I don't die, it's not going to be again. In order to satisfy Mishpatea tonight. Okay. Adkan, we're going to stop over here. Yeshakoch, everybody. Okay, so once again now, da- da- uh, it, uh, it, right? You're literally, I, I, that, that was headed, that was in my head. I'll just articulate what David asked me, but uh, I don't have an answer. And that is by Shriv Meirah. Generally speaking, what we want to do is we want to make it as comfortable for him as possible because, in other words, he's dying in, and we understand right now that he is not thinking as clearly as you and I are right now. We're in a calm situation. It's easy for us to think right now. And the Shriv Meirah is not in that kind of condition. And normally, everything gets waved. You don't need a Kenyan, and things get waved. And over here, David's wondering, I was wondering the same thing. And over here... We're telling him, you know what? Wait, wait, hold on one second. First thing, optimistically. Then afterwards, you have to also keep in mind mishpatea tanaim, and therefore put formulate it as a triplet. Like that's that's complicated, right? And even for those of us who are right now calm, right, and we're trying to work our way through the gemara. Did, did I understand the gemara? I mean, Baruch Hashem, I understood it, and hopefully I communicated it well. But in other words, we're expecting that from a shchev Okay, David's asking. I was wondering the same thing. I don't know. Okay, and. After having gone through today's daf, getting ayin hay, right? If you can commit that to memory, in terms of now learning about tonight kafel. So when is tonight? Well, first of all, do I need record? Do I require tonight kafel? It's a machlokis tonight. Rameir says yes, and and the chachamim say no, and the uh, and 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 the larger discussion, which obviously we're not going to have, but I'm just raising it just to think about, and that is every gemara now that the you know that that goes over conditions. We go over so many gemaras that talk about conditions. And and some gemaras just don't even don't even aren't even bothered by tonight kafel. Are those gemaras just ignoring Reb Meir? In other words, we don't paskin like Reb Meir. Maybe even within Reb Meir, sometimes you do require tonight kafel. Sometimes you don't require tonight kafel. So obviously, there is a lot to consider over here. Adkan, we're going to stop over here.